Guys, what is up? This is another episode of This Is Your Life. Um, how's your guys' day going? Mine has been pretty good. I got I only got like four hours of sleep. I don't know why. I was really tired yesterday but couldn't go to sleep. It doesn't make sense, but anyways, we're gonna talk about expectations from people like family, friends, coworkers all that jazz and we're also going to talk about finding yourself um so today's episode might be a little bit longer um trigger warning um there will be on my second part there will be a um suicide attempt and suicide attempt and self-harm um i will repeat it again once i get to that um, but I just want to say ahead of time, just in case. Um, but for right now, we're going to talk about expectations. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, so this can be about, like, any relationship, friendship. Um, like, these people telling you um, what you should do in the future. Not, like, what you want to do, but what other people want you to do. Um, so, like, college, like, where do you want to go? or a future job, or moving somewhere, or something else, um, I hope that made sense, I feel like that didn't make sense, (laughs) what I mean is, like, um, people are like, oh, you should go into teaching, because you look like you could be a teacher, and then you're like, eh, it's not really for me, but they're like, oh, you seem like that kind of person, though, you know what I mean, Whenever people say that, how does that make you feel? Does, like, make you feel angry, sad, frustrated, stressed? Like, I know when it happened to me, it made me feel, like, stressed and really frustrated. Whenever I'd listen to other people's opinions. But it can be positive, too. Like, people can be, like oh yeah, what you're going into is perfect for you. Like, I could see that. You know what I mean? Um, Last year in August, before senior year started, I went on vacation with my best friend. Um, I was, like, stressed out. And if I remember correctly, I wanted to go into cosmetology, but was afraid of what others would say. Um, Like, you can find a better job. Or, excuse me, find a job with better pay going to this or going to that and it was just like i don't know i was overthinking at the time but i didn't tell anyone what i wanted to go into after school but while i was on vacation with my best friend i met this other girl there and she was going into cosmetology i told her i didn't know what to do um and she told me to go into what i love and to not worry about what other people thought as long as it made me happy that I'll be okay. Um, and I'm like, well, this is perfect. Like, I want to go into cosmetology. Um, fun fact, I didn't end up going there. I took a gap year. <laughs> um, I kind of have like a small memory before the accident. I was thinking of going into interior designing and going to Kent State. 
Um, I'm not sure why I veered away from cosmetology, but I kind of remember telling myself, uh, do I really want to do this? Is this even for me? Like, <clears throat> I'm not sure how I got, like I said, into in- interior designing. I don't know if, like, people were telling me that I should find a job with better pay or something, find a real job, I don't know. But I just remember thinking to myself, like, oh, like, this does not seem like for me. Like, I mean, it's artsy, but, like, it's just not for me, I guess. But as long as I got money, good money, then I'll be okay. Um... So after the accident, I was at a real hill. Oh my gosh, excuse me if I say this wrong. I know I am going to say it wrong, but I was at a rehabilitation center and they were testing to see how long I could stand just to see where I was. Um, and my physical therapist asked what I wanted to go in or what I wanted to go after my senior year. And I told them cosmetology. I didn't or I still don't really have any recollection any of my senior year before the accident but it's just like kind of cool to see how I came back to what I originally wanted to do after senior year um so my senior year was coming to an end and people were asking what I wanted to do and I was still confused and felt scared honestly I had to go to checkups with my orthopedic or yeah my orthopedic doctor and I saw how cool radiology was at the time and I asked the radiologist like all about it like what the money was like um how the job was and all that and the environment and stuff and I thought I wanted to go into this but I realized I only wanted to go like into this job for the money um and I didn't really do a bunch of research on this my laptop just shut off okay that's awkward sorry about that um okay so I saw how cool radiology was I looked into it and I was like, well, I kind of want to only go in it for the money and that's just not a good thing to do, I guess. Like, go into a job just only for the money because that would just make your life miserable. But recently I realized that I still want to go into cosmetology because I can see myself uh, with the future with it, if that makes sense. Um... Certain people keep trying to push me back into radiology because it pays well. I mean, it does, like I said, but I don't, like I said, I don't want to go into a job just for the money. And I know they're worried, but they keep saying there are jobs that pay well, find a real job. And it's just kind of frustrating because um, I feel like I have to listen to them and make them happy, but not myself. Um... But I talked to my coworker one day, and she said basically that whenever she needs advice, it in, it influences her, and she doesn't listen to herself, but listens to other people. And this is like how exactly like how I feel. Like at the time, I had always asked like people like what I, what like what do you see 
like what I would go into and they'd be like oh teaching oh um therapy or uh I don't know but I just didn't listen to myself I guess and it was frustrating um and I've been letting other people influence me but I wasn't like listening to myself and it's hard because I understand what people want what's best for you but you also need to listen to yourself you know what's best for you because you personally know yourself the most than anyone else and sometimes what you think is not the best answer and it's okay you'll learn and grow from it and people are there to help you like if you like what i'm saying is that if you go into like for example if like if i want to go into cosmetology and that's not working out for me then it's going to be okay because there's still more to life and there's people there to help you find your career career path and you still have like like i said a whole life ahead of you so you don't need to like choose right now um trying to find um okay um i also wanted to talk about self-care because i feel like this also goes into expectations and finding yourself um because i was like stressing out about like everything i was having a burnout and it was like really hard and i was letting other people's um advice get to me and what like was not helping me at all and it was frustrating and i'd cry because i'd be like i don't know what to do (laughs) so i started taking care of myself i made mental notes like if i wanted to go to college or technical technical school or even cosmetology i found out that college is not for me so that was a no-go then i thought about radiology and i like i said before i don't want to do it because of the money so technical school was out of the picture and then came cosmetology and then i made mental notes on like if cosmetology was for me and i made pros and cons and there's a lot more pros than cons and then i became looking uh in the schools remember this one school that this one girl recommended uh the girl that i was talking about earlier that she went to cosmetology school and i might be going to the same school which is pretty cool um i'm stressing about i whoa (laughs) i am stressing out about um living on my own or like living outside of my or living without my grandparents i mean but i think i'll be okay i'll manage but it's just scary because i don't want to live on my own yet but at the same time i have to um i also recently heard that um oh sorry um i was reading back um i also heard recently that there's basically a he- there's oh my gosh let me restart i recently heard that basically healing has a time limit and i don't it just baffles me i guess like is this a new thing i guess like 
do you have like a certain amount of time like do other people expect you to heal at a certain amount of time because it just sounds horrible i guess to rush yourself into healing it just that's just crazy like why would you rush yourself to heal i mean yeah you want to heal as fast as you can so you can get over it but at the same time that doesn't help you it just makes you worse and people different heal different Oh my gosh, people heal differently and at different times. And after hearing hearing that, I basically told myself that I should be over the accident because people said to. Like, it was an expectation. I mean, it makes sense. It's been over a year. So, I should. Shouldn't I be over it? Like, I don't think I... I don't know. No, because like I said, people heal, heal differently, including different at different times. Um, like physically, I am fully healed. Mentally, there's a lot to process there. I understand what others mean to get over it because it's annoying or whatever. And like, I don't know, I get what other people mean. But at the same time, like... Like I said before, you should not rush rush the healing process because it will make things worse for you. And it will just, I don't know. That's just crazy to think about how people think that. Um, and it's trauma. Like, it's going to stick with you forever, no matter what. Like, for example, the accident. Like, that's going to stick with me. I don't understand how people expect me to get over after a year. Like, I'm... I don't know. That's just crazy to think about. Um, And it's just weird because I always have, like, reminders. Like, um... I have scars to remind me and I have like flashbacks of being terrified in the hospital and I wish there was a time limit so that like you can just forget everything like you can just forget everything that ever happened but that's not the case (laughs) um what I can do is grow from it and I have. And I think there is no time limit for healing. Like, for example, like, my grandpa lost his um, daughter in a car accident. Like, do you expect him to heal over it over a year? And just be over it? Like, is that what people are saying? Because, I don't know, it's really hard for him. And I know that it is hard for him. And people to this day, um, whenever I talk about my aunt that got killed in a car accident, it still hurts them to this day. Like, today, I was just talking about 
to were talking to one of my aunt's best friends and it still hurts her and it's just like I said I don't think there is a time limit for healing it's just over time it gets better if that makes sense it just won't go away but you'll just I guess quote-unquote accept it more over time if that makes sense um but yeah enough with that it just that topic was just frustrating for me because somebody was telling me about that and it just it just bothered me really bad like I don't know but what has been helping me like um like go through every day to find um better things in life and to make me feel better as a person and just to focus on myself i have been journaling every day and i follow this account on tiktok called healing one day at a time and some of the questions they ask are really hard but I think it's nice letting it go, like answering those hard question, hard questions and letting it go. Sorry, my anxiety is just like through the roof after what I was just talking about, like, you know, what I was talking about earlier. Um, so sorry if I'm like all over the place. Um, I've also been going out on drives and, like, jamming out to music. Like, I've been jamming out to, like, um, like, 2000s music. And it's been really nice because it just, like, brings me back to good memories. And it's just, you know, nice to listen to. Because I, in my opinion, I think, like the 1980s through the early 2000s music was better than today's in my opinion um sometimes i will meditate um whenever like it's just i'm like stressing out that one day or whenever i'm just I don't know, just like I said, if I've been stressing out that day or I'm exhausted, I just meditate that day to get everything out because it's a lot. I've also been working out and it's been a stress relief. I also have to like work out, but still like working out has been a stress relief though. Like after work, I'll go and work out. Or I'll just go on my days that I'm off. Whenever I get really upset, I just go and work out. And it's really nice. I've also been reading and drawing. Um, Shoot. If I could tell you the book that I'm reading right now, I would. I forget the title. Oh my gosh. It's at Walmart. But it's about this lady that... um, her daughter her daughter went missing like 10 years ago and she meets this one guy and 
I think his daughter reminds um, of the lady's daughter, if that makes sense. And it's just cool to talk about. Or talk about. Oh my gosh, that, it, that makes sense. It's just cool to read. I've been just drawing things like how I've been feeling. Like, if I feel happy, I'll draw a sunflower. Or I'll just draw flowers in general. If I'm feeling sad, I'll draw rain. Draw, like, a sad scene. So, now we're going to talk about finding yourself. But I'm going to talk about my experience of finding myself. Um, Like I said earlier, in this section, there is a trigger warning of suicide attempt and self-harming. So I'd recommend stopping here and not listening to the rest if you're very sensitive to it. But here we go. Also, I'm sorry if I like sound like I'm crying because it's just kind of hard to talk about, but it's good to talk about because I want to let everybody know that they're not alone. Um... In seventh grade, I kind of remember my depression starting. I asked myself why my parents had to leave, my sibling and I, and why I had to be bullied. And it was hard. Um, I remember going to um, the office in um, seventh grade because I was getting bullied and people were telling me to kill myself. And... I guess, like, the teachers weren't listening, I guess. I can't remember, honestly. I just remember, like, being very upset about that. That year. Um. Sorry, I lost my spot. Okay, so starting my freshman year, it was getting worse. Like, my depression... I was just going downhill. Um, I recently found a notebook of all my thoughts and what I did my freshman year, and I was hurting myself. I wasn't getting, I wasn't like doing it to get attention, but to feel something. I felt like I wasn't worth it anymore. And I felt alone and that no one cared. I remember um, me and my family were going to, um, I forget where were we were going, gosh darn it. Um, we were going somewhere, but then there was oncoming traffic. And I thought about jumping in front of it to end it all. I felt like not even my friends cared at the time. And one day I went to history class and my teacher asked and noticed if I was okay. And she was really worried that she sent me to the guidance office and that gave me reassurance and like it gave me reassurance to 
or sorry, it gave me reassurance to um, know that someone cared. But it was getting worse and worse. It was just, it was getting really bad. To the point where my junior year, I started hurting myself again. And this time, I actually thought about ending it all. And I called suicide hotline. As my last attempt to find someone who actually truly cared. I told them what I was doing. And I just ended the call because I was so embarrassed. And I just felt like I was doing it to get attention. Um, Ten minutes later, police officers then came to my house. And one officer did not take it seriously. Um, He told me that my grandparents already went through enough by losing a daughter in a car accident. And he made me feel like my problems were nothing. I get what he meant. That my grandparents already lost a daughter in a car accident. But at the same time, like, I'm ready. At that moment, I was ready to end it all. Because I felt like nobody cared. Um... The other officer was really nice to me. I then had to talk to multiple people. I had to talk like, I had to talk to like, uh, five to seven people. It was a lot. And I had to see all these people to see if I needed to go to a mental hospital. Um, which I wasn't. I lied, basically, in all my answers. That they would ask me, um... So I wouldn't be sent there. Um, Then I was put on Lexapro. um, I think August or September of my senior year. I think. Because it happened in 2020. Like all this happened. Like when I tried to do it one last time. It happened in March of 2020. Um, but, like I was saying, I, um, started Lexapro in, like, August, September of 2020, and I thought I was happy, but all the medicine did was make me numb, and I couldn't cry, and that really sucked, because I couldn't even, like, happy cry, and it was kind of sad. Um, then, after that, I got into the accident, Um, I can't really remember anything before that, really. But I remember waking up and feeling different. I want to try and explain, but I just hope it makes sense to you all. So when I woke up, I could see the world, like actually see it, like that I'm actually living and I could see clarity and I could see the world differently now I hope that makes sense but that was maybe because I had a brain bleed or something but I actually like 
felt alive. I don't know if it's because I almost died, like I said, or if it's the brain bleed or whatnot, but it just... I just feel different after the accident. I feel more happier. I can see more things clearly. I can... I don't know. It's just... just weird. After things were calming down from the, after the accident, um, I did begin to fall back into my episodes, but of just asking myself the impossible, like, why me? Like, why did, why, like, why did I have to go in the accident? Like, what did I do? Um, I cried constantly wishing I had died in the accident because then people would care. If I would have died in the accident, people would care. And at that moment before, I felt like it was just going downhill for me and it was all happening again and I did not understand why. I felt like there was no way out for me and that maybe bad things will always happen to me because I deserved it. Nothing made sense to me from like after the accident till like August, September. Um, like my relationship was good, but then the next it went horrible. And then my dog died the next day, and then other things started happening. And I just asked myself, like, when am I, when am I going to get a break? It just never stopped. But recently, I've been doing things for myself, like I said earlier. Like journaling, meditating, um... Oh my gosh, I forgot. <laughs> Reading and drawing and stuff. And it's made a difference. I feel happier and I feel more like myself again. And I have been thinking, like, why was I in the accident? But obviously, there are obvious reasons, like, why I was in the accident. But, like, why me specifically? And... The more I got to think about it, it's made it more clear, I guess, on why me, because maybe it's to restart my life, just to start over, maybe to find a clear picture for me. There's a lot of maybe answers, but I don't know the real answer, obviously. But that feels logical to me. It just feels logical that maybe after the accident and after all the bad things that were happening, maybe I was put in that position to be able to restart my life. And I realized that there's so much more to life than I can, that I can see now that I did not see before. I feel like I'm supposed to be where I am, 
despite all the bad things. I came out of it all and lived. What's important is that I'm here, living in the moment, with all my friends and family. I'm here because of all of you, talking about my experiences to help you guys find the meaning of life. To keep continuing on, because there's more to life than just the hardships. There's a whole world to see, and I can't wait to see it all. I can't wait for you guys to see it all. So a recap of everything. I'm sorry, this is like a long episode. This is so random, but I also realized that episodes, episodes are like podcasts. Usually when there is episodes to podcasts, they're, they can like last up to 30 minutes to an hour to three hours, which is crazy to me because I hate talking that long. I mean, if it's like with my friends, it's fine. But even then, I don't want to talk that long. (laughs) But here's a recap of everything. Don't let others persuade you into something else. Listen to yourself because you know yourself best. Make sure to take care of yourself whenever you're stressed or upset. Be confident in your decisions even if you mess up. And there's people there to help you guide you. Don't be afraid of the future. It seems scary. It is scary. But like I said, there is people to help you on your journey. Also, to end on a sad note. (laughs) But if you are feeling like the way I was. The part where I was talking about self-harm and wanting to end it all. Call the suicide hotline number. If you don't feel comfortable calling a random person, because get it, I understand. Talking to random people, I don't know. scares me, but it's also relieving, I guess, because they don't know you. So it doesn't matter what they think. But if you don't feel comfortable, call a cousin, your best friend, your sister, your brother, your mom, dad, grandparents, teacher, anyone. Even talk to your pet if that helps. But you're not alone. And I can promise you that. Again, sorry for the long episode. Long, depressing episode. I just felt like I should talk about it, talk about everything that I was talking about, expectations, finding yourself, all that. But I hope you have a good day, drink plenty of water, because I haven't, (laughs) and I need to, but eat some food, and as cliche as it is, believe in yourself.